Hello and welcome to the Gary Show. I'm Paul. Uh, I think it's Mike on the other end. Mike? Yes, hello, it's it's Mike here. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another Gary Show. Our first since January 2022, and it's now September. Good golly. <laughs> and other expletives, yes. Yeah. How you been, Paul? Yeah, good, good. Today was uh, interesting. I, my car hit a kangaroo a few weeks ago. Not mm. not uh, on its own. I was driving at the time. Kangaroo jumped right. in front and sort of peeled away everything below the headlight on one side. Uh, uh-huh. So, and which, you know, it still runs. There was, you know, apart from the kangaroo being really, really dead, there wasn't any damage. Yeah, that, can- <laughs> well, there was that damage. kangaroo don't run no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, that was fine. But then my car came up for reg- registration. And in the New South Wales state, you have to get your car inspected. And uh, oh. yeah. So with that damage, it's not going to pass. So I had to get it fixed. Mm. Um, so I took it to the local place, but they run a bit on country time. So you know, you can <laughs> tell them you want something, and right. a week week later they go, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll call up about that. Anyway, so oh, you meant you meant this Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> so I'm st- they have um, said that they can get parts in and repair it and the, so that's stage one and then once I've got it I've got to go take it to a place to get inspected because it's, I can't just right. get it done anywhere because it's LPG as well as petrol so it needs to be it's a whole thing so um, down to one car <laughs> down to one car that's what I'm trying to say right so, so right. Um, on the on the weekend we went up to Sydney where my daughter lives uh, to meet her mm-hmm. her new beau her, her, her man um, which is good but, uh, yeah, my wife had to stay in Sydney for reasons, so I had to... I borrowed my mum's car and, uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Brought it home to, to drive my son to work because he hasn't learned to drive yet, but he has now left school and works and so uh, things. But today, today I took the car back to Sydney and uh, I was going to drive back with Sam, my wife, um, in mm. the, the car that runs or is... Yes. car that is legal and not going to cost us lots of money if we drive and get booked. Um, yeah, but uh, she was staying with my daughter um, over for a couple of nights, and uh, we... What happened? I arrived in Sydney, met them, dropped my mum's car back, uh, got in the, our car, went to my daughter's place, uh, my wife packed up, while I went and got them some lunch, and then we left, and then about... After leaving my daughter's house about 10 minutes down the road, she rang up and said, Oh, Mum, you left your tablet here, your little iPad thing. So <sighs> and, uh, so we turned around and went back to get it. And and then we... So she brought it down, met us, and we, then we left. Great. And an hour right. into our trip, she rang us up and said, Oh, Mum, I think you left your work bag here, which has a work, work laptop. <laughs> So there we are. An hour Sorry, from I should not laugh. But... An, hour for, an hour from her house. So then we drove an hour back to her house to get the work because we couldn't. There was no. Yeah, we, yeah, we need yeah. need that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So then. Uh, wow. Yes. So that was my day. So I've driven back and forwards across to and fro across Sydney. Travelling all over the countryside like a Leyland brother. If I was a hobbit, it would be to punch bowl and back again, and then back again down the Hume. So. <laughs> An unexpected journey several times over. <laughs> Yay. So, how are you going? How's your car? Um, well, we, we are also kind of down to one car. Um, a few weeks back, maybe a month, 
and a bit ago. Uh, my lovely wife Kylie was in a bit of a car accident. She's fine. She was um, a bit shaken up and you know a, a bit rattled by it. Uh, but she was dropping our eldest boy Connor off to boxing in, in an area of Brisbane called Fortitude Valley, which is kind of right in the middle of you know right near the the central business district and it was you know early evening so it was dark it was raining there were you know people trying to get home and Carly's trying to get you know a reverse park on the street there but there are cars coming up behind her and honking and it was all very chaotic so she tried to cross what's a fairly busy road at the best of times and as she's inching out she starts going forward a bit slowly and then she can (laughs) she can hear a police siren coming from somewhere but she couldn't see it and suddenly a police car came roaring around the corner and ran into our car. Hey. Or a, a good car. So, um, yeah, so after a bit of toing and froing, it, 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 it got ridden off. So Ooh. I um, got a, you know, um, a nice check from the insurance company. Um, hang on, hang on, back you... up, back up. Kylie is yes. all right? Kylie is fine. Yes, oh, she good. was. She was a bit shaken by it all, um, but she took some a couple of days off to just rest and recover, and literally no damage to her other than you know her nerves being a bit shaken up. Yes, uh, and, and being a bit embarrassed. And but the cops were lovely and helpful, and, and they were fine. And yeah, so um, we're sort of in the midst of the, the paperwork is is in with the dealership to get a new car. We're just waiting on word back from that. But in the meantime, um, we've been renting cars. Uh, so I've driven a variety of cars over the last few weeks. Um, the first one was thanks to the insurance company, and then the rest have been out of our own pocket. But I've driven a RAV4, uh, is it a Hyundai Tucson, a Nissan Qashqai, or Qashqai, however they pronounce it, and a Hyundai i30. So living living the high life, <laughs> so, running up and down the scale from medium car to small car. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So um, hopefully we will hear this week about um, a, a brand new shiny car, um, and we can stop renting cars, which is costing us, you know, a considerable amount of money each week. Um, yeah. So fun times with automobiles, really, is what we should call this episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've been down to one car, but it's it's an old car. It's a Honda Jazz. So it's this tiny little hatchback that we bought off my mother <laughs> a few years back. And so I think this car is pushing maybe twenty years, maybe. What, what um, color is it's it? A, oh, kind of like pale, shiny blue okay. sort of thing. Pale blue. Yeah. If, if you get it in white, it's a Honda Jazz. <laughs> My God! Sorry. Seven minutes in. Seven minutes in. Represents, <laughs> and we've declined already. Yeah. So it, it's well and truly overdue for service. Our boys are both gigantic. So if you get, you know, even one of them in there, it's very cramped. Um, so yeah, we we definitely need to become a two car family again as soon as possible. So. Oh, love that. Yeah. Hmm. Just for running around in this modern day. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. And and we don't do anywhere near the kilometres that you do yeah. on a daily basis. But we, we some weekends we're like, okay, we need to be here at this time with this child, and then we need to be over there at that time for this other thing, and then la 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 la. And it's a logistical exercise in mental resilience every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I 
know, I know mm. that feeling. You know what else is expensive? Mm. Pets. What's that? Pets are expensive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, we have a, uh, a dash hound cross. Well, she's cranky most of the time, but she's I'll cross. bet she's cross at the moment, yeah. <laughs> but she's quite a large dash hound, so she's, you know, not a small little petite dash hound, cute right. sausage dog, and, you know, uh, and she is a she, but she has, you know, she sounds like the grumbly noises she makes, she sounds like that most of the time when she grumbles. Wow. And she's grumbling a lot lately because she got uh, an abscess on her uh, lower tummy, mm. just below her ribs. And then, yes. Um, yeah. Um, and then it, 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 one night, um, my son was concerned about it and he poked it, my wife poked it, and then it burst and shot like <laughs> oh. four feet of bloody pus across the room. <laughs> and that was uh, time for the first trip to the vet. And they're like, oh, it's probably got some sort of uh, infection thing in there and it's uh, like a grass seed or something and it's it just becomes stabbed into it. Because we do have, you know, we have a lot of grass and a lot of mm. seeds around. So, yeah, yeah we sure. being in a farming house. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was the first trip to the vet. So antibiotics, uh, antibiotics and anti-inflammatories. So, yeah. And then she... Cheered up, got better, you know, appetite came back, um, and then it happened again, it swelled up again, oh, so God. repeat, so this was about, you know, five weeks later, so then we went through the whole process again, and then um, the next time it didn't happen the same way, it happened on both sides, so she got an abscess on both sides that burst, and then she had like holes on either side of it, she looked like you could oh. run an, an axle through her if you wanted and put wheels on her, um, so it was really, really gross. Um, and they just do this pass everywhere, so, you know, there it was a lot of washing of cushions and pillows oh. and towels and bed sheets and stuff, because she would just sit and pass on them. And we kept putting the cone on her so she wouldn't sort of uh, stay up at night licking the pass on the bedroom floor. Um, I'm saying the word pass a lot, which is... You, you are, but that I think it's somewhat warranted, given, <laughs> given the situation, to you know, really get it across to the... The listeners. Yeah, it's not a gratuitous word, use of the word pass or no. yeah, yeah, pass, pass, pass. Yeah, so finally, uh, with this, because she was, uh, you know, sort of oozing from both sides, I took her back to the vet. And you know, when the vet is like, you know, they can do more, but it costs more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just yes. said they were like, oh, we could get her a CT scan and then you know, have some surgery. So that would probably run about. Uh, 3000 for the scan and 4000 for the surgery and you know being a dog lover I just said I'm not paying for that <laughs> they were like oh well I guess we could uh, clear her up a bit and see what you know so I, I got the, the cut ro- cut price $600 version and she came back right. so they took her out the back and then the next day I picked her up and she her lower half I mean, you saw her photo. She looked like Frankenstein. She had stitches yeah. all over and holes, and they'd left some drains in there, like these little rubber pipes to, that drip blood everywhere. <laughs> so, and then she would come Frank and hang on. Yeah, and then she would shake, and all the blood would go all over the place. It was just oh, great. Gosh. It was like, you know, wet dog except blood. Um, oh, that's a good horror concept. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she seems to... Whenever she's been operated on or cleaned up she always has her appetite back and so we gave her another course of the antibiotics and um and they flushed her out apparently which sounds really gross and i wish i Mm. i'm glad i didn't get to see that um so but i after all that so i got back from sydney to savo about quarter quarter to five and rang up the vet and said okay she's meant to have her stitches out the start of this week 
they said, oh, how soon can you get her here? Well, you know, if you can get here in the next 10 minutes. So I zoomed into town again. So, um, yeah, I've been up and driving around since 6 this morning. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Fairly, fairly tired, fairly tired. <laughs> I can imagine. Mm. Wow. We've had our own animal experiences. Not, nowhere near as expensive, but... Um, this weekend just passed, a injured pigeon decided to make itself at home on our back veranda. Oh. Um, it, it perched. We, we have a we have a treadmill that is not used, uh, and it's all sort of folded up and standing upright on the back deck, amongst a few other odds and ends. And it just landed on there and sat there, sat there for ages. It's a, um, a stand mill when I doesn't work, I believe. Yes, yes. Uh, injured pigeon on the stand mill. Um, and we knew it was injured because it was missing feathers on the side of its head and had this giant bloody, as in, you know, spattered in blood and a big pussy eye injury as oh. well. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going near a pigeon at the best of times. I'm definitely not going near this one. Yeah. So we thought, look, the animals are pretty much okay with it. Our dog Crystal got a bit, you know, curious about it. The cat just ignored it. Um, and so it was still there, you know, later that afternoon. It was still there at night time. didn't move other than to do a poo on the stand mill. Yeah. Okay. So that we've got some nice, you know, poo designs on there. Um, nice, nice it was racing still there the next on it. <laughs> A few of them, yes. Yeah. So it was still there the next morning, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should start, you know, I should, you know, and, and one of our boys was getting a bit concerned about it, and and I was like, okay, look, I'll, I'll look into, um, you know, the local council numbers and what we can do, and because it's, you know, I guess it's wildlife, and we should do the right thing by it. But then, as I walked back out to the back deck to have another look at it, it was on, it had moved. Oh. It was, you know, alive and well. And kind of moving around. But then the dog got really curious about it and kind of had it backed into a corner mm. and was starting to growl. And I was like, uh, Crystal, no, no, come on, let, let's not. And then the dog grabbed the pigeon by the throat, the, the back of its neck, and dashed off to the backyard with it. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I've discovered which of our animals has been killing birds in our backyard. Oh. Mm. Is that the end of the story? Pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to the pigeon. I, I couldn't find a carcass anyway one day we did find a bird carcass oh in our backyard uh, uh actually on our back deck yeah and we're like oh which of our animals has done this to another poor animal i think it was the dog but i've seen so hopefully because the pigeon was starting to flap and move around a bit hopefully it got away i don't know <laughs> this is a very strange episode of the gary show very optimistic of you there mate yeah not exactly uh, a, look, a disney tried... film well, it could be the start of a disney no, film I... Uh, it was just really weird. But I, I hope Maisie is on the mend um, and that she's, you know, going to be okay. Yeah, well, hopefully, because she's cost us a lot of money and I don't want to keep paying anymore. Mm. Yeah. I, I love her, but uh, animals. Sometimes you just kind of go, I would like to use the monies for something fun. <laughs> Or something yes. for me, because it's my money's. Um, let me tell you a story. Take you back to... Another one? 1985. 1985? Ooh, yeah. I, I was, was 10. I was in year 12, the final year oh. of my schooling. I was a senior. Uh-huh. 
at mm -hmm. a, a private school in Sydney. We had our own Ooh. a common area. We had a pool table and a, a record player and a cassette player. So it was oh. pretty cool. And I was a hip and with it young man. So um, mm -hmm. on this day in 1985, I came, I went out in my lunch break and bought uh, the brand new Dire Straits album on the day it came out. Wow, just stop showing off right now, okay? Yeah. Just, just reel it in a bit. Yeah, right? <laughs> how, how cool was Paul? Wow. The funny thing was, at that point, was it was brand new and like no one knew any of the songs of it, so I stuck it on the record player at school and started playing it. And, mm. you know, uh, if you, you know what school kids are like, they look, oh, what's this shit? Oh, what's that song? <laughs> that sounds like garbage. And what I was actually playing was a song that everyone would be crazy about in two months' time, which was Money for Nothing, which uh, uh -huh. opens yep. opens the album. So yeah, but um, it's a it's a great old album. It's got um, Money for Nothing. It's it's Brother in Arms, so it's got that song. Um, it's got Walk of Life. Woo uh -huh. You know, you know yep. that one? Yep, pretty catchy. I know that one. Yep. Yeah, but yep. in, in the middle of it is um, a song about. Um, Mark Knopfler and his fear of a cursed uh, piece of furniture, which was uh, <laughs> it's pretty weird. What what sort of piece of furniture is it? Well, I'll try and do my best Mark Knopfler for you. <clears throat> okay. You uh, know, you can just tell me if no, it's no, like a couch I, it's or it's better if I can buy oh, it the same way he does. Is it though? <laughs> is it? <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Well, here I am again in this mean old town. Get that sofa away from me. Right. Right. When the sun goes down, get that sofa away from me. Because it's a wear sofa. <laughs> sofa away from me. <laughs> sofa I just can't see. Hey, how long have you had this one in your back pocket, man? You're so far away from me. Yeah. Look, I've got to applaud that one. That, that's a good effort. I'll, I'll never forgive you for ruining Sorrow by David Bowie for me, but that one I'll let pass because <laughs> I'm not attached to, to Dire Straits. So, mm. so, but well done to you. Yeah. So what's your relationship with Dire Straits? You, were, were you a fan? Oh, look, I think as a kid, I thought they were okay because, you know, they were just some of the music that was being played back in those days. Um, you know, I, I got... You know, the excitement a kid has around the video clip for Money for Nothing because, oh, look at those computer graphics, man. The wow. Sick graphics. Looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like they were okay, but they weren't, you know, I certainly didn't have any of their vinyl like some people did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was 10. That's <laughs> so. pretty cool. Now, between, like, yeah. between 83 and uh, probably 87, they were, they were the shit. I mean, they had massive, like, um, oh, yeah, Making Movies was a big album, and then they did um, Love Over Gold, which was a massive hit, and then they toured just around that time, and then Brothers in Arms came out, so, yeah, it was cool. they had, like, mm. five scorching hot years, and it was, um, it was all Dire Straits and Phil yeah. Collins back then. <laughs> I mean, at, at some point, they were so big that... I was staying at my grandparents first, or I was visiting with them for some reason, and my grandmother had gone to do the groceries, and you know how they have those, you know, magazine stands at the, you know, the start of the the, uh, the checkout aisle, and she picked up, there was like some special Dire Straits Tour Edition magazine, Oh yeah. and she bought it specifically for me, and Ooh. she was like, oh, I thought you liked this 
you might like this band. And I, I thought it was like, oh, yeah, cool, they're playing guitar. And, oh, look, there's the drummer. And, but, yeah, that was about as, as, as I guess. Yeah, I was actually... <laughs> I, mean, the money for I was actually really into them and until I saw them live. And I thought it was, like, one of the most by-the-numbers boring concerts I've ever been to. It was really, really boring. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> But still, you got to see them live, right? I did. I got to hear that. I think yeah. I probably heard that song live, the one about the sofa. Oh, my. See, oh look, I have to let them in, the listeners, into a behind-the-scenes secret. Paul texted me, you know, a very brief agenda list of things we would discuss on this episode. And one of them was, Paul ruins another song. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense now. You know what I used to... Do you remember Easy Lover by um, Phil, Philip Bailey and... Phil Collins? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, that was a big song back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I what was, did you do to that one? I used to sing She's a Sleazy Scrubber, which is quite fun. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. It's not yeah. very PC, but I was, no, I was no, an idiot. I was a young idiot. idiot. Not it was a different now. time. It was a different yeah, time not, when I was silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back then when you were silly. Yeah. Thankfully, those days are changed. Speaking of bands, I've discovered a new... Well, they're not a new band. They've been around for about five years. But I got into a new, for me, band. But I'm scared I'm going to mispronounce their name because it's a bit of an odd one. It's spelt K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. And I think it's pronounced Krangbin because I think it's the Thai word for aeroplane. Oh. And they're, they're really cool. They're like... They're a three-piece out of Texas... Um, and it's kind of moody, psychedelic blues with world music influences. And if I wasn't concerned about getting another strike from our podcasting host, mm. I would insert some of their music here and now. But yeah, it's some of it's kind of, you know, if you've ever been into like a really fancy clothing store, I'm talking like really fancy. And they kind of have like, like Lowe's. you know, no, uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> and and they kind of have like this kind of moody, atmospheric, yet kind of cool music playing in the background. It's that sort of stuff. Like, but just, it's like, like not just jeans, kind of. No, uh, tell you what though, I've been in just jeans, and their name is bullshit. They've got shirts. Yeah, it's and, false and belts. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they're still in business. Why yeah. they haven't been taken the, you know, um, the tribunal. Sorry, so, sorry. Yeah, uh, getting off the Krangbin, topic. You, for, you are. You keep interrupting me. Shut up. Um, Krangbin, they're just like this awesome, cool little three piece, and they rock out in a really cool little way. And I'm really digging their stuff. So, yeah, that's that's. If we're talking music in this bit, that's my musical recent thing. Not, not as cool as Dice Trades. Oh, sleazy Scrubber. No, you're a Sleazy Scrubber. <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm a Sleazy Scrubber. Hey, that's the only way we're going to get around red flags from our podcasting platform is we'll have to sing and perform any music ourselves. Yeah, well, I think we can still get pinged if we sing it really well, which is not going to happen. Oh, well, we're... Yeah, we're fine. I mean, I I know I sounded exactly like Mark Knopfler earlier. So. Yeah, I was a little bit like, oh, geez, we've got a special guest in, and he didn't tell me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we should be. Other than that, brush with fame, we should be fine. Yeah. So one of the things that Mike and I like to do to each other 
by accident is accidentally text each other thinking we're talking to our wives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, now this actually started years ago. So when did we go to that con together? That was um, 20, uh, 2018? Gosh, what was that? 2018? Let's say yes, let's say yes. Yeah, so uh, I went up to Brisbane and what was it, OzCon? OzCon Brisbane? OzCon. Was it OzCon or was it Supernova? Oh, I think, uh, hang on, I'll look, you talk, I'm just going to look it up because I have it in my database because i got a comic sign there. Oh, getting comic in there. Next you'll be telling me you've been to HeroesCon. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, signed by, let's look at, let's go, Greg, Gregory Rucker, Greg Rucker. Oh, I think it may have been Supernova, because wasn't Nicholas Scott there as well? Let's see, signed at Oz Comic Con on the oh, 20th of September. Go. Wow. 15. 15. 2015. 2015. Wow, okay. Wow, it's a billion years ago. Mm. It was eight years ago. That was the first time we met in person, I believe, Mike. It was. It was yeah, indeed. Yeah, but uh, I was at that con, and you were at the con, and, you know, as was our one, you couldn't stand being near me, so you'd go off and do things, and I'd, you know, look at stuff. But at one point... Um, <sighs> wow. I, no, <laughs> I'm just rewriting this. Yeah, no, we were great friends um, back then. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> at one point, I was looking around, and I saw this... My son is very much into Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs. Oh, yes. We've covered this before. Yeah, and um, there was a giant Lego set that was I knew was out of print. It was a few months old from the Jurassic uh, Park set, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I saw it, and I I got on my text, and I texted my wife to say, hey, they've got this, should I buy it? And I think he said, I accidentally texted you. Yes. And yes. you said, if you want to. And I was like, my wife's given me the go-ahead to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I, I bought it and carried it all the way <laughs> And then at some point I realised I hadn't been given permission or had that discussion with my wife. I just had a discussion with Mike. <laughs> so I'm curious, and I can't remember if you ever told me, what was the actual discussion like once you got it home? Um, I think it was okay. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm still married today, so, you know, there's... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And and so yes, just quite humorously, um, this was back in this happened back in late June because I'm actually looking at the text right now, <laughs> and it was a uh, would have been an early Tuesday evening. I would have just logged off from working at home at the day, and done you know a quick dash down to the shops, and so I have believed that I've texted my wife Kylie, and I've texted her down to the shops, going to have to get some petrol on the way home. And I got a reply text back that said, thanks, can you get me some fajitas? And I recall thinking, we've never discussed what, we haven't discussed what we're having for dinner. What's going on? Why does she want fajitas all of a sudden? So I've called Kylie up <laughs> in the car and I've said, so do you mean you want me to get fajitas from the grocery store where I've just left and I'm now in the car or do you want me to get Mexican takeaway? <laughs> And then Kylie and I had this really confused conversation where she said, what are you talking about fajitas? And I'm like, you've just texted me that you wanted fajitas. And she's like, no, I'm not. And then she thought that maybe one of the boys had texted me asking for Mexican for dinner. And both boys were like, no, we haven't texted Mike. No, we don't know what's going on. And then as this is going on, I looked at my phone and realized that it was from Paul. (laughs) 
And so I've texted Paul and I've said, I've just had the most confusing car phone conversation with Kylie Paul. <laughs> and like Kylie had responded with, what Peter are you talking about? So Paul eventually texted me back with high five. <laughs> oh, golly. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then further hilarity, I just got home. And I'm uh, lugging, you know, groceries through the front door. Kylie comes up to me. She goes, where are the fajitas? <laughs> oh, dear. And I told Paul about that. And Paul takes it back. What about dessert? And I just sent him a gif of a man pointing saying, get out, which I often use in Paul's direction on Twitter. I have seen that so. many times from you. At mm, me. Yes. Mm. I wonder why. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, the so, yeah. weird thing is, I know you collect. Uh, detective comics and mm-hmm. you are probably aware of that too yes yeah um so recently um i realized there was a facsimile edition of uh, detective comics 27 coming out so mm. i took a screenshot of it with the date that it was coming and i texted oh, it no. texted it to you saying hey you probably want to get in on this cause it's a good way <laughs> to get it um and i had texted one of the girls i work with who was just <laughs> had just left on uh, maternity leave to have her first child um, and I didn't realise that for a couple of weeks that that was my last communication was with her was about hey she she should get uh, Detective Comics twenty seven facsimile edition and uh, yeah and consequently uh, I found out that you did not know about the issue and missed it so. yes yes yeah so, yeah I'm sorry Roxy uh, if you're don't... listening I know you're not. <laughs> I feel like I should apologise to Roxy as well, but, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, texting, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that facsimile edition mm-hmm. um, completely escaped my radar as as, as I, I really have, I don't know, I don't want to say slacked off, but not been as keen to read comics of late. I, I have an ever-increasing to-read pile there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I'm still buying them, I still have a, a pull list with my my comic vendor uh, Tony at Comic Empire. But and I, I go and pick them up and I put them straight in the pile and yeah, they're just not doing it for me these days. What, I don't know what's why. in your pile, Mike. Tell me what's in your pile. It might be other. Probably, and this has happened to me before. Probably like a year's worth of Wonder Woman. And probably getting close to the same for Detective Comics. Ooh. The most recent one I got, it, it's, I think it's basically the latter half of the Gotham, uh, Arkham Tower oh, yeah. storyline. Yeah. And then I know that in there is the, the first one with the new logo and cover design, where it doesn't look like a, a toy. Okay, yeah, you got the, the Ram V. Um, yes, yes. The Arkham Tower one is really good. That's a good arc. It's mm. a, a good little reader. And, um, you know, if you've got the um, Michael W. Conrad and Becky Clune and Wonder Woman, you can't go wrong there. That's, that's I, I know. Some it's, good it's reads. Like, I've got some good stuff in there. I just need to... I, I've just, you know, life just gets really busy. And then, you know, it's like, oh, should I lie down for a five-minute nap, which turns into five hours? Or should I tuck into some comics and it's just like, oh... Less to do when I'm half, you know, half asleep. But I did, I did actually read a comic for the first time in weeks last night. I finally, it's been so long since I've logged into the the DCU Infin, Infinite app. Yeah. 
actually had to redo my password. It almost like didn't recognize me for a minute. Oh, I know what you read. Can I can I guess? Sure. Blue Devil Summer Fun Annual or something? Yes. That's I was about to say how did he know? Then I realised I posted screenshots yeah. of Black Orchid's supposed <laughs> Dodgy Origin. <laughs> origin story, bitten by a radioactive orchid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an orchid right in the face. So yeah, but that that even that had me like rolling my eyes going, How many more characters can they cram into this story? <laughs> it it's got Blue Devil, it's got uh Felix Faust, um uh Madame Xanadu, Phantom Stranger, Etrigan the Demon. Yeah. Um there's a couple of others. I'm pro- of Black Orchid, obviously. Oh, Man Bat. Man Bat. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? A lot of people think that comic is like the um, the pilot for Justice League Dark as a concept. Uh, okay. And, I can and those people, are people are mm. trying to make a buck off it by selling it. So. Mm. Mm. But um, as far as pilots go, it, it's pretty canny to release. When would it come out? Eighty-seven, eighty-eight, around there. So- Something like that, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. sit on the concept till 2011. You can go, now's the time, pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they fermented long enough, let's unleash it, finally. Um, yeah, so I, I just need, I don't know what it is, I just, you know, work and life, just really busy and lots going on and mm. I've let the comics slide, unfortunately. So, have you read anything fun of late? Uh, what have I read lately? Uh, well, I've read tons of things lately. Um, so it's fun. I've really been enjoying, um, on DCU Infinite, New Superman, which is the Superman of China. That's, that's very good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catwoman. I've been reading lots of Catwoman. I have a, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, um, but, uh, when I was young I didn't have a beard, but now I like Catwoman a lot. Two unrelated facts, but one of them's relevant. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, I've got quite a collection of Catwoman trades, and I've been rereading them, because uh, sometimes I stack up with trades, and I know I've read them when they came out, but I want to read them again, because as part of my death prep, you know, if I own it, I should enjoy it, and, you know, if I want to reread it, I'll try, I should try and reread it. So I've been rereading these uh, Will Pfeiffer Catwoman run, um, which he basically took over... So... Brubaker and Darwin Cook, uh, Ed Brubaker, they started the Catwoman run in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they did, when they did one year later, the leap from there, that's when Will Pfeiffer, uh, no, he was starting before that, yeah, before the one year later leap. But he um, basically carried on what they were doing. But it was a really, it was a really below the radar book, but it was really good, like really good crime stories. Yeah. And probably, the, it's probably the best thing I've ever read from Will Pfeiffer. Um, not knocking anything he's doing now, but you know, it was really solid crime mm. stuff and had lots of you know Catwoman getting in tricky situations. And he did a lot of work on sort of really D-list villains like Angleman and uh, Film Freak and people like that. Right. And uh, he introduced two Russian super uh, soldiers called Boris and Natasha, who are Hammer and Sickle. <laughs> And, uh, right, but, but he actually made them real threats. Like they were, you know, they're they're quite terrifying and nasty. So yeah, and you know, muddles him up with an undercover cop and all this sort of stuff. And you know, yeah, blackmail and yeah, it was a really good run. Yeah, really recommend cool. it. Yeah, and Adam Hughes did all the covers. So uh, titties everywhere. It's great. <laughs> oh but you may God. have seen the, uh, the cover of um, Catwoman holding up the um, prison photo numbers 
Do you know that cover? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with her uh, eyeshadow all smudged and that. And that's like a, a oh. famous cover from that run. But the numbers on the prison sign are the same numbers from Lost, which... Um, oh, 4, 8, 16, 23, 42, something. Wow, you're a nerd. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Four, eight, sixteen. Wasn't Lost a thing for a while? Lost was a huge thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really was. And then it kind of went, you know, and I remember reading articles saying, no, no, we've got it all planned out. We know exactly what's happening. And then you watch an episode <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah, no, you're making shit up as you go along. <laughs> still, still better than the end of um, Game of Thrones. Oh, I gave up. After, I, I never finished Game of Thrones. Oh. I, I lost interest i think it was maybe season four or five i missed the last couple of seasons because i was just like eh, that guy over there is going to be related to that guy and they're going to get in a fight and someone's going to die and then there'll be yeah, a big group no. like, yeah, like, eh, some shows you say they nailed the landing mm-hmm. yeah this uh, game of thrones the the runway actually broke off and spun off into space <laughs> That's unfortunate. That's, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was huge into Lost when, when that was on. Um, it was pretty intriguing, but I, did, I, I mean, I remember every time there was a season break, it was really hard to keep track of it all. Yeah. And it yeah. was probably, I mean, it, there probably were podcasts around the time which I probably should have listened to, which would have helped. Because mm. you know, if you can watch yeah. a show that's really complicated and then you listen to a podcast, you know, the next day you can go, oh yeah, no, that person was actually the brother of that person over there. Yeah. yeah. And we go, oh, you're so smart. And you go, yeah, I am. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I think part of the reason, well, part of the reason I, I recall the numbers is because they were just, like, used all the time. But I also had, you know, there's this little um, part of, of Mike that's always wanted to be, you know, a bit of a muso. And I remember the scene uh, where they first discover the hatch. And, and Hurley, Hugo, was it Hugo or Hurley? It was a both. I think it was both. Yeah, let's call him Hugo. Um, there was a bit where he was he was saying the numbers out loud, but he would intersperse words with that. So he was like going four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two, four, eight, fifteen, we're dead, sixteen, twenty-three, we're doomed, forty-two. And I thought that would be a brilliant audio clip to use in like a sampled song, mm. have just like this these keyboard stairs and this pounding drum just sounding ominous as he rattles off those numbers. And I've always had that playing in the back of my mind all these years later. <laughs> so. wow. That's the difference between you and me. You're a creator. Like, you create things, whereas I take things that already exist and ruin them. So. Yeah, yeah. Wear couches, you know. What, what? You know what's got really good songs in it and that I have fallen in love with and have been binge-watching the heck out of? Uh, no. Bob's Burgers. All right. What? I've never watched a single frame of Bob's Burgers. What's the deal with Bob's Burgers? Bob's Burgers is about Bob Belcher and his family, and he runs a burger restaurant in a, a small seaside town. Whoa, whoa, and it's whoa. Basically... slow down, slow down. It's too complicated. Okay. Bob <laughs> Belcher. <laughs> All, right. All right, so Bob yeah. Belcher runs a burger joint in a small seaside yes. town. Yes. It's and American. It's just about... American? Yeah, it's American. It's it's a cartoon that's had twelve seasons and a movie now. Um, see, I, I've seen episodes here and there, and I've kind of enjoyed it. And then I saw the movie, and the movie was so much fun. It's it's just wonderful and delightful, and it's got one of the funniest car chase scenes I've ever seen. 
on screen. Um, and it had a lot of songs and, you know, a lot of stuff that has become even better having gone and started watching it from the very first episode. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just delightful. And every now and then they'll burst into song. His wife, Linda, she, she thinks she's, you know, should be entertained and she'll just burst into song every now and then. Um, and they've got three kids, Tina, who's just this awkward 13 year old girl who likes butts. Uh, Gene, the middle child, he thinks he's a musical prodigy and is a little bit inappropriate. And then, uh, Louise, who is the youngest, and she's an instigator and an agent of chaos. <laughs> she's, um, she's just a, a little bit awful most of the times, but in a hilarious kind of way. And it's just, it, it's, it's, I love Bob's Burgers so much. I, I think, you know, without shows like, I guess, you know, The Simpsons and maybe Family Guy, we wouldn't have gotten to something like Bob's Burgers, but I think it's better than both of those shows. It's easily better than Family Guy. Um, but I think it's even better than The Simpsons, and The Simpsons has been around for decades, and it's a, it's a big, it's a hot take, it's a big call, but if I had a choice between watching The Simpsons and Bob's Burgers, I'd be going for Bob. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know what I finally watched an episode of the other day? What? Bluey. <laughs> Cheese and biscuits, finally! <laughs> I mean, I, I literally, this is a show I recommended to people without ever seeing it. Cause, um, oh, know, Paul. I said to Ryan Daly, he's got, I believe he has a young child, and I said, Have you ever watched Bluey? He does. Yeah, and um, he said no, and I recommended it, and he watched it, and then I. I sent his son Bluey toys for Christmas one year because it, oh, it nice. was a hit. But I've never watched yeah. it, and I finally watched it the other day. And I go, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty. It's Bluey is is top shelf stuff. We, <laughs> uh, as a family, we all went and got one of our booster shots together. Yeah. Uh, so you know, because for those listening in the future, beyond 2022, if we're still around, uh, we had this little thing called COVID come around. So you know, people getting you know uh, booster shots to prevent themselves from catching it and anyway we rock up to the school hall where they're doing it they've got a tv on what's on there but bluey so so i parked in the front row to watch (laughs) and both our boys were kind of like oh my god who are you Mm. and i it was was, they were playing a you know off off in a park with their friend playing a pirate ship game and, and one of them had to be brave to climb up the side of the pretend pirate ship oh it was fun it was so much fun well, I'm glad you finally caught on to Blue. Yeah, I mean, the thing Actually, I liked about it was it had a very genuine fa- family dynamic between the parents yes. and the kids, and uh-huh. you know, it it showed a really healthy, healthy, fun uh, relationship between everyone. So yeah, it was good. Yes, good, and it was also funny, Bob's but it also had a, a had a lesson, which was you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bob's Bob's Burgers is along those lines. Oh, the okay. family's a little bit wacky, but they they're all you know. Majority of the time, you know, nice and supportive of each other. They they had to get through a few seasons to get there first, but um, you know where we're at now. Well, I think we're on season seven, maybe. Um, and yeah, they feel like you know uh, a nice, funny family to watch. So <laughs> I was actually <laughs> I went and visited my my brother, um, and uh, he's got a little four year old girl with his his wife Sayaka um and I texted my brother Matt 
and sent him a, a photo, and we, you know, just happened to be the blue was on the TV after the news one night or whatever. And uh, I sent him a screenshot and sort of jokingly said, oh, yeah, like I was saying when we caught up, you know, we don't watch Bluey all the time in this house, ha, ha, ha. And he texted back like a second later saying, oh, that looks like the, the episode where this happens. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. He's like, yeah, yeah, seen them all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now blue is and it's Australian made. So yeah, you know, very good. So, so, yeah, but Bob's Burgers, please, Paul, go watch Bob's Burgers. Check it out. Can I start with the movie, or is that a really bad spot to start? I I would start. Uh, the The movie's fun, but I think you'll get more out of it uh, if you start with the TV show. Okay, should I start with that TV show or the dawn of television and work my way towards it? No, not the dawn of television itself. Not the start of television. Start with season one, episode one of Bob's Burgers. Interesting side note, the show originally, <laughs> the unaired pilot, was going to have the Belgian family as cannibals. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Fox Network came back and said, yeah, no, we don't think you need that. I think you've got enough other good stuff here. So <laughs> do a little bit of a tweak. Um, and then part of the main storyline of the first episode is that a rumor spreads that they are using human flesh from the um, funeral home next door oh. to <laughs> provide the burgers. So, yeah. It's, it's a great show. It's lovely. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, I'm clearly digging it because, yeah, we're up to season seven now. So, mm. yeah. Now, um, my son and I went and saw a movie the other day. I know it's one that you and Kylie saw. What, what did you think of Nope? <gasps> I really enjoyed Nope. <laughs> I, I thought it was... <laughs> Well, you didn't? No, no, I did. I, I enjoyed it very much. So it's, oh, it, I mean, right. It, probably uh, one of the more spectacular films that I've seen. Like, it looked great, you know. It's, uh, mm. yeah, as far as a spectacle on the screen, it's probably the best thing I've seen since uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I know you haven't seen. I will never see Top Gun Maverick, and you know why? <laughs> <laughs> you know why I will not see that movie? You know you his name. feel the need for speed. Oh, no, I'd like to drive fast as much as the next fast car driving dude, but <laughs> no. I'm not giving that man a cent of my money. No way, no how. Wow. No. <laughs> no. Speaking of nope, nope. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, nope. Mission Impossible episode 300, nope. Yeah, so... Anyway, get I, back to nope. <laughs> I don't want to spoil nope for those who haven't seen it, because uh, it's one of those films which... If you don't know much about it, it's probably more of a, a enjoyable spectacle because you're like, yes. you're trying to go, what what's going on? What's going on? Uh, mm. And you gradually catch on to what's going on. But uh, yes. what was your take on the chimpanzee stuff? Oh, it's funny you should mention that because I think about a month before the movie opened, there was something put out on YouTube which was kind of like the the in the intro opening of the show, what was it Monkey Called? Was it Gordy, Greg? Um, Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, it was like, you know, the intro to an episode of the show Gordy's Home. Um, and it I, somehow I read somewhere what the premise of that show within the movie w- was about. Um, and that made me think about... I can't give it... If we're not giving anything away, I can't say too much. I thought that was going to tie in more into the into what happens at the end. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of think it... Oh, see, I can't... <laughs> I can't 
<laughs> I give too much away. I think it tied into the themes, and I think that the character that was in that show and also, you know, involved in what's happening in the events, I think they um it showed that they thought that they were kind of untouchable with certain yeah. things. I, I think it, it gave them a bit of co- confidence that um was n- that they were wrong in being confident in what they thought they could handle. A sort of false bravado with everything that they yeah. survived, yeah. 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 yeah you yeah, should watch yeah. Nope if you haven't seen it, unless you don't like sort of really tense mysterious things like that you probably won't enjoy it but um the stuff with the monkey though was pretty tense yeah yeah well it's a chimpanzee it's not a monkey like um okay you know what i mean yeah you said monkey yeah anyway yeah. um yeah because I, I mean it seems disconnected but it is thematically about yes about your lack of control or the illusion of control of a situation Mm-hmm. And how yes. suddenly it could go wrong, which also parallels what happens with the horse when he's doing the audition with the horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then with yeah. the with the thing and the in the with the with the stuff. And then the stuff happens. Yeah, and, and, the, and the and the shit and all that. Isn't it good that we don't do a movie review show on a regular basis? Because this would be like what most of the reviews would be like. Yeah. So it starts such and such, and they have this thing that happens to them mysteriously. Um, yeah, but no, Nope is really good. I don't know if it's my favourite film of his. I think... Get Out. I think I enjoyed... Yeah, I think Get Out, for me, was probably the more intriguing and unsettling film. Yeah. Us Us was good. Us was good, but I think... I was disappointed Us... by Us. So that maybe I, I just watched too many um, effed up horror films around it, like maybe. Her- Hereditary and Midsummer. And oh, stuff God. Oh, oh, hereditary. Um, that film, my God, that film. Um, but Us was a <laughs> bit more bit more physically violent. I think Get Out was more... Um, more thought provoking yeah. and and the more you think about it the more unsettling it becomes yeah. so i think my favorite of his his stuff is uh, of jordan peele stuff is is get out but nope is is still really good it's um i, I like that it's kind of a western as well mm. um and kind of like he's even said in in interviews you know his kind of um Take on you know the Spielbergian um, epics. Well, not, yeah. not epics, but you know the the, the big big Spielberg close encounters and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's kind of mixed that with a bit of a Western theme, and then other themes that we can't talk about <laughs> without giving stuff. Away. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I mean, I watched a film recently which I thought was a really disappointing film, but it gave me the concept that maybe you could pair a bad film with a good version of the same film. Like, not exact remake. Like, um, I watched The Strangers the other day, which is a sort of home invasion murder film based on a true story. Right, uh, yes. It's got um, Liv Tyler, and nothing says this is going to be a blockbuster more than the presence of Scott Speedman. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hot, hot wow. Start. So basically, yeah, they're in a house, and then, you know, someone weird comes to the door, and then they, you know, horrible things start, you know, they end up getting yeah. attacked, and assaulted and people you know, yeah it all goes yeah. horribly, horribly yeah. wrong but throughout the film they are you know just hapless victims like they never 
take the initiative in any meaningful way and I thought that would be really good to pair that film with your next which is the same sort of concept but it has someone who one of the victims just basically takes control of the whole situation and then it starts taking out the um, home invaders um, mm. really effectively and cleverly and you know so and the, you know it's uh, the funny thing about the film is it's um, one of the characters has a girlfriend who's Aussie <laughs> and she's just a maniac like when they start you know when the everything goes wrong she's like not phased at all and she's creating booby traps and <laughs> things like that <laughs> she's like a lethal MacGyver um, right. in this situation that, yeah you yeah. know that's what all of us Australians are like yeah know? we are we you know pushed into a corner we'll we'll chuck a snake at you or something yeah I mean have you seen the animals that we have to deal with on a daily basis <laughs> yeah. drop yeah. bears and, and hoop snakes and you know yeah. um yeah. Yowies? Yeah, yowies. Oh, my God. Don't go near a yowie. Yeah, yeah. The, the Yahoo monster. A whole uh-huh. bunch of them. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I thought The Strangers and Your Next would be a good um, pairing. It's like, a, you know, a, a main course with a nice wine. It could be that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, like, I don't know, what, what you could do, like, Dark City and the Matrix as a pairing. Or, oh, jeez. Yeah. 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 Or um, The Edge with uh, Ghost in the Darkness, you know, man versus bear and then man versus lion. Right. Yeah. Something fun like that. Okay. You could watch The Two Jakes with twins, you know, because they've got (laughs) the duality of the titles. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Ex Machina with X Men. Something. Oh, okay. You're reaching now. (laughs) (laughs) Moon and Solaris. Oh, okay, you're back now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's that is indeed an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like this is uh, winding to a natural conclusion. So, um, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, you can't stop us and you can't make us. We'll do we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it when we're ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering that the last car show was in January. Um, it's it's clearly the the fans have been clamoring. Mm. Anger management and Mad Max. Oh God, no! Just <laughs> remember when you just said natural conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> and I blew it. <laughs> yeah. King Kong gorillas in the midst. The gorillas in the mist and the mist. God. The mist and the fog. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm enjoying this. It's great. Oh, that's that's one of us. Um so yeah. Thanks for um tuning into another Gary show episode. If you've yeah, if you'd like to hear more, get in touch. Um check us out at weddingfordoom.com or send us an email to uh weddingfordoom at gmail dot com. That's the the one site and email address for all the Paul and Mike related goodness. <laughs> Why don't you tell us your stories where you've accidentally texted the wrong person? Um, I think we've pretty much covered them. No, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the audience. I was, I was imploring the listeners. Right. We are recording this, Mike. It's not just you and me. We are. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, sure. It 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 would be interesting to to know that we are not alone in our texting failures. Or as, or as Paul and I call them now, fajitas. Fajitas, yeah. Um, oh, I fajited yeah. Mike. I fajited yep. Roxy. Yep. 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 And we, and we you do honestly use that term now when we 
you know, <laughs> text the wrong person again. And I'll just, uh, I can't remember what it was. You texted me something not too long ago, and I just wrote back with a question mark, and you wrote back with fajitas. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, I'll ignore it. <laughs> yes. That's good times. Yeah. Champagne comedy. Yeah. All right, Mike, thanks, and we'll, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and, yeah, uh, we'll be... The trouble with us, if we were movie reviewers, is, you know, you'd give it a, you know, like I'd give it a score, I'd say a six, and you'd say, you're not going to go higher, and then, okay, six, and we would do that every episode, and it, every episode. it, it wouldn't be good. And if it was a, a like a, a video podcast, you know, if we were posting it to YouTube, you know, we'd get to that point of the show where I would start trying to control my laughter and stop myself from giggling, but the audience would see me trying to stop that because yeah. I knew you were, we were about to do that, you know? So yeah, it would be too yeah. much. People would never, yeah, people would maybe tire of that. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Doubt yeah. Um. So next up on the feed anyway, I believe we have, do you have another dial F for flag or do we have another DCOCG coming up? Uh, there are some dial F for flangers in the works, but mm. um, uh, well, if you want to listen to me straight uh, straight away, I uh, they just dropped a podcast with me guesting, and I was talking with uh, on the Bronze Age of Horror about uh, Swamp Thing with um, Billy Delicious. Um, so we, we were talking about nice. so everyone talks about the Bernie Wrights and Len Wein Swamp Thing, or the Alan mm-hmm. Moore Swamp Thing. We're doing the stuff in between. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's the uh, the Overlooked Swamp Thing podcast, if you will. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Okay, that, that's awesome. Yeah, DC OCD uh, will be back with uh, Endless Winter. So, and uh, I believe uh, you'll be on that one. I will be on that one. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, spoiler, I, I did quite enjoy that story. And Waiting for Doom might be back one day when season four appears. We, the TV show. we should probably do just a short um, news episode on it or something, because there is a tiny, tiny bit of news. Yeah, that'd be like a what, two minute episode. Yeah, we could do the feedback too. Squeeze it. Yeah, I suppose. This is riveting stuff for the listeners, I'm it sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Natural conclusion. Natural conclusion. <laughs> so, um, why don't you uh, text your wife and tell us uh, what you think of the show? <laughs> Uh, bye, Mike. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you next time on The Gary Show. Bye. Bye. Bye.